Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it is once again a day that the Lord has made. So, in fact, that the Bible, Psalms 118.24 tells us, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Traveling Pulpit family, I hope that you are enjoying this day as much as I am because this is the day that the Lord has made. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, we are in the midst of everything the Bible said we would be in the midst of. All of the problems, the issues, the 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 affairs of this world that we are facing right now. The Bible said we would be facing those things, but we do not face them alone. You see, we have the very power of Christ inside of us. We have the power of the Holy Spirit surrounding us. We have the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ, covering us. And I don't know any other way to tell you other than how I'm going to tell you is that the power of distraction can cost you your soul. It is so important, Traveling Pulpit family, that you do not find yourself distracted over what the Bible has already told us to be true. You see... Everything that we're going through right now, it comes from the garden. The garden is the cause and we are the effect. When Adam was created by the hands of the creator, the life that is the creator breathed into the nostrils of an inanimate object and that inanimate object became a living being. Then the creator saw the significance of having for him a partner who is equal to him, but not the same as him. Traveling pulpit family, let me say that to you again so you can understand. The creator saw the significance of having for him a partner who is equal to him, but not the same as him. He created them male and female. This is when the creator made another being from the body of the male being. Under the anesthesia called sleep, the creator surgically opened the side of the male being and took out one of his ribs. Then stopping the bleeding and closing the wound with flesh, the creator proceeded to make another being equal to him, but not the same as him. You see, we live in a society right now who wants to be the same as the person they were uh, created to be, meaning a woman wants to be with a woman as she ought to be with a man and a man wants to be with a man as he ought to be with a woman. We have gotten out of alignment simply because of the power of distraction. The enemy has distracted the weak-minded so much 
that he doesn't even have to worry about them anymore because they're so weak minded. They will do just what he says for them to do based on what they see going on in the world. This is something that ought not to be. Before all of this took place, the creator took his newly formed living creature, this living being, this man, this human, and he showed him everything in the garden that was good for him. Everything. He even showed to him a tree named the knowledge of good and evil. And he told the being that if you eat from this tree, known as the knowledge of good and evil, on that day that you eat of it, you will surely die. Now, I'm quite certain the creator did not make a mistake in what he was saying to his human creation. I think that he meant every word that was being told to the man, that if he ate of this fruit, that he would surely die. I don't see any type of distraction. I don't see any type of false wording. I don't see any type of trickery in the words. What I see is directness, a direct command from the creator to the created. That's what I see. And if you see the same thing, Traveling Pulpit family, then we're on the same page. But Traveling Pulpit family, I want you to know that not everyone will see it that way. Not everyone will see it that way because some are filled with such distraction that they will even challenge the very creation of mankind. They will say, oh, science or star or cell uh, created all of these things. A big bang created all of these things. Well, where do you think let there be light came from? What do you think that was? That was the ultimate explosion of our creator slapping his hands together to take every single ounce of element that scientific man now goes after to try and prove that there is no God. He did all these things so that we would have the understanding that we did not do this ourselves. But it is through the power of distraction, traveling pulpit family, that it can cost you your soul because you will neglect to realize who created all of this and begin to think how all of this could have been created. Now, knowing that he will surely die, I was about to say you, but knowing that he will surely die, man was presented with the woman. And he had knowledge of not eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but because of the presence of woman, it's not her fault. It was the delusion or the distraction of the woman. Now, it's again, it's not her fault. He saw her in a different light. And he gave her the name woman because she came from a man. And again, if you've ever heard me talk about this on the traveling pulpit before traveling, traveling pulpit family, you will know that it was never the woman's fault. 
It was the man's fault. Why? Because the man had the command of his creator to not eat. The animals could have ate from that tree. The woman did eat from the tree, but it was for the man's purpose to not eat from that tree. And when he did sin come into the world. The Lord, the creator, he told him to not do this. And as a parent, we tell our children what not to do, don't we? We tell them to listen. Don't do that. Listen to me. Hear what I'm telling you. Don't do this. It is the disobedience of the child that gets the child in trouble with the parent, doesn't it? The same way the disobedience of man got in trouble with his creator, his father. It is that so that the writer of Exodus, when God gave him the Ten Commandments, Moses, down in Exodus 20 and 12, wrote, honor thy mother, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the earth. You know, I, I remember as a child, my grandmother telling me this, and this was one of her favorite, you know, if she ever wanted to get me to act right or do right, she would say, you know what the Bible says to honor your father and your mother that your days will be long upon the earth. And you know what? I was convicted of it at an early age. I was convicted of it. I did not know why, but I was, I was, I felt bad because I felt like I was disappointing grandma. And I loved grandma so much that I didn't want to do anything to disappoint her. But you know what? I was a sinner then and I'm a sinner now. And I don't have no problem telling you, traveling pulpit family, my sin is great in the earth. But the blood of Jesus is greater in me than me in the earth. He has covered me for every sin that I have committed and every sin that I will commit because he is my Lord and Savior and I live my life for him. That is who he is, Traveling Pulpit family. Do you live your life for the creator? Do you know that when you do something wrong, that strong conviction comes upon you and you are sorry. You are seeking his forgiveness because you do not want to disappoint him. Traveling Pulpit family, I was the same way with my grandmother, the same way I am with my savior today. I was a sinner then and I'm a sinner now. More so now than ever, because I know my sin. I know my right from wrong. Back then, it was just you did something wrong and you got corrected for it. Now I do something wrong. I get convicted for it. But I want you to know something, traveling pulpit family. We come from our foreparents. Who became sin. Eve's distraction had nothing to do with the delusion that was given to them both while they stood at the tree. They were told what would happen if they ate the fruit. They were told what the outcome would be if they ate the fruit. But they were told this by the one who was deceiving them into 
eating the fruit. Man did not adhere to the one or the command of the one who told him what not to eat. The same is true for what Jesus told the disciples in Matthew 24 and 24, when he says for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders and lead as many astray, if possible, even the elect. How is that possible, traveling pulpit family? That someone could come and say, I am the Christ, and some would believe it. Or someone would come and say, I know the day and the hour upon which the Lord return is nigh, and some would believe it. Or some would say, there is a virus out there and only I have the cure. Or there is another virus out there and I am in the process of making the cure. How is it that some people who are so attached to this world can be so easily influenced? I think I'm answering my own question can be so easily influenced over wanting to stay here in a sin-sick, sin-filled world filled with disease, filled with murder, filled with hate, filled with destruction. Who wants to stay in this? Traveling pulpit family, I want you to understand that Jesus said, that false prophets and false Christ will arise and perform great signs and wonders. Do you know them saying that they have a cure for something that even that's not even out there is a false wonder? It is a false wonder traveling pulpit family. And so many people have fell victim to that lie that there is something out there that, that if you take a deep breath, that you yourself will succumb to the disease that's out here. Well, you know something, traveling pulpit family, if you are in Christ and Christ is in you, then you are well aware enough that there are false Christ and false prophets that have arisen and are doing the damn well best that they can to try and trick you into thinking that they are the power in this world and not the power of this world. That human being is just as human being as you and have no authority over you, but what you give to them. So therefore, they take your fear. Therefore, they take your foolishness. Therefore, they take your empty mindedness. The United Negro College Fund had a slogan. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, it damn sure is when somebody else is in control of it. That's why people sit around all day watching TV and videos and, and watching other people live their life through videos, thinking that they themselves can live a life through that video or have that life through that video. Traveling pulpit family, I want you to understand that we are the children the first elect of God. If it had not been for God on our side, where would we be? We are the children. We are the ones who has been adopted into his family. And how have we been adopted into his family, traveling pulpit family? By him, our God, our creator, our Lord, 
has given us his son, his only begotten son to die in our place as sinners. He became sin for us. Second Peter said that he bore our sin in his body while on that tree that he became sin for us. The reason that he asked his father that day on the crucifixion day, why have you forsaken me is because his glory went up out onto us and our sin went up into him. And he could no longer look at his son and his son wanted to know why. Have you forsaken me? Because he saw his father take his eyes off of him. But his father's eyes were on us. Because at that very moment, at that very moment, we were like God in the presence. We were like the son. I'm sorry. We were like the son in the presence of almighty God. Jesus did that for us. He switched places with all of us. Those that were born. Those that were living and those who were yet to be born. He was doing that for all of us. While he was on that tree, he took our sin. Past, present and future. Into his body. But I'm going to let you in on something, Traveling Pulpit family. As long as we're in this flesh, we're going to sin. As long as we remain on this earth, we're going to sin. And as long as we are sinners, the enemy is going to send out a strong delusion. He's going to send out his, his forerunners. And there are many forerunners on the earth right now, Traveling Pulpit family. These are the ones who come as your friend, but will not proclaim the name of Jesus. They will come as your, your protector, your benefactor, but will not call in the name of Jesus. They will act in such a way that will make you comfortable in being around them, but they do not have the word of God living inside of them. They are just as empty, poisonous, and rotten as the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. How do you distinguish from that person to another person? By trying the spirit by the spirit. Over in John, 1 John 4. Try the spirit by the spirit. When you encounter someone traveling pulpit family, ask the Lord, is this someone who is from you? And I have no problem telling you, I guarantee that the Lord will reveal it to you in that moment, whether that person is for you or not. Within the first few minutes of that conversation, I guarantee you the Holy Spirit, if you are in the Holy Spirit, if you are walking with Christ, if you have made the commitment to follow Christ while you're still in this flesh as a sinner, as you are, if you have made this decision, I guarantee the Lord will reveal that to, to you in the first few minutes of that conversation. Then it is up to you once the Holy Spirit reveals it to you, whether you want to stay in that conversation, because that is how people get strongly uh taken over or diluted 
by knowing that they're talking to a, a, a demon, knowing that they're talking to a devil in the flesh, and yet still will stand and talk to that person as if there is something good that will come from that conversation. The only thing good that will come from that conversation, traveling pulpit family, is that the devil, Satan himself, will claim another soul through distraction. That's what it will do. But I tell you this, traveling pulpit family, it is because of Christ that we who have accepted him as Lord and King will be protected from the delusion of the enemy that will be shown to all mankind. Some might be so confused as they are now that they believe what they are told. That 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 they would believe more of those things that come from the world and not believe the things that come from the from the word. Let me say that again. I got a little tongue tied. There are people who would rather believe what comes from the mouth of those in the world rather than believe what has been written in the word. Because it is the word that overpowers the word of mankind. Because mankind is a fallen being. Remember the words of Jesus, traveling pulpit family, who said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Jesus went on to say before he said this, he said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? He's asking a question. If it were not so. Would he have told you? He wanted you to know and all who read that passage. That he has gone to prepare a place for you. And if he goes to prepare a place for you. He says, I will come again and take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And Jesus ends with this. And you know where I'm going. Do you want to go to? Do you want to go to where the Lord is traveling pulpit family? Do you want to go and be where Jesus is? Do you want to be with him? Over in Acts 1, this is how we know. Jesus has gone. He has ascended into heaven. And over in verse 11, as the men were watching him go up into heaven, it was the 11, wasn't the 12 because Matthias wasn't, uh, wasn't chosen yet. It was the 11 men because one fell short. That was Judas Iscariot. So 11 men, along with a crowd of other witnesses, and see, that's another thing, traveling pulpit family. I don't want to go off into that, but I guess I will. There were so many witnesses to see this event that they through, through the strong delusion. Some people don't believe it, even that. But there were multitudes of people to see this event happen. And it is recorded by other writers whom the Bible uh, through what what uh, I believe was Emperor Emperor Constantine. Well, 
that's another story for another day. But I will say there are other authors out there through through the years have made this possible for us to know that there were other people who I witnessed this, even the Bible itself. Because here, here's what, what the angel, the, the two angels down in verse 11 came and said, he said, men of Galilee, meaning they're not singled out. They are all the people who are watching this event. He says, men of Galilee and the, even in the presence of the 11. So as there are other authors who wrote about this event, this event is written right here. But there are some people who would rather believe the words from those who speak with the split tongue of the world rather than the straight tongue from the word. The angel said two men in white robes said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? Jesus, who you who was taken from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. The same way, traveling pulpit family. Jesus is the only one. Now, again, I don't want you to get distracted or fallen for delusion, but they have made movies about people who have come back from heaven. But I tell you, Jesus is the only one who came from and went back to heaven. They're not making a movie about that. They're not making a movie about him coming from heaven, going back to heaven. But what they will make a movie out of is some person that was pronounced dead for 15, 20 minutes and came back to life and said, oh, I was on this long hallway and I saw this great light. You never hear anyone talk about the damned. If you do, it's always someone who was with them. You know, someone is always, always with them. You know, they say it's Jesus. I heard one lady said he looked like an Italian man. I'm like, really? Really? An Italian man? Someone said that, that Jesus was with them, but they gave no description of Jesus. They, 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 they heard people crying there or pits and people were pushing pushing uh, 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 people in the pits and things, things of that nature. You know, I just wonder what it was that they saw. I do. I wonder what it was that they saw. I don't want to find out. I'm fine right where I am. I have not gone anywhere other than where the Lord has placed me and I'm not going anywhere until the Lord come and remove me. Amen. So with that being said, traveling pulpit family, Jesus said, I go, I go. And if I go and we know that he went, he will return for us. And we know that he will return because it's been told to us that as they saw him go, we will see him come as they saw him go. We will see him come. Do you want to go? 
because it is better to know him before you meet him. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for the opportunity to come and share with you the word of God. Not the word of God the way you would uh, you would receive it in a worldly context where it makes you feel good, where there's hollering and screaming, uh, where there is, uh, uh, you know, heart tugging. No, you're not getting that here, Traveling Pulpit family. You're getting a sword. That's sharper than any two-edged sword that cuts to through the bone and the marrow that slices through the sin, the sin filled sin, sin heart natured person. I don't mind throwing myself on the altar of the Lord because I'm a sinner. And if I'm a sinner, you're going to hear about your sin also because we are all sinners. It is only the admittance sinners. That the Lord is coming for those who do not believe that they are sinners, those who do who do not believe that they don't have to be held accountable for their sin. Those are the ones I worry about. Those are those are the ones in the harvest that I want to go after. Simply because they feel that they are doing nothing wrong. And in fact, they are destroying their own souls. So traveling pulpit family, here it is in its entirety, how you know you can be a part of that great day with the Lord over in Romans 10 and nine. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not only will you be saved traveling pulpit family, you will be adopted into his family. You will be adopted into the family of God. You will be adopted. You will be chosen. You will be selected. You will be going home when he comes again. And it's not the fact that 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 you're giving your life to him and he's going to give you a million dollars. No, it's not that you're giving him your life so that you can have life and have it more abundantly in the in the new earth that he's creating for you in the new heaven that's being created for you. Those things traveling pulpit family that are of this world, they are passing away at record record number. I say record number because when you when you talk about back in the day. We don't live that way no more. We have memories of back in the day, but those days are gone. Those are the record numbers I'm talking about. Look at the day we're living in now. All the all the things that are taking place now. Who wants to live in a world like this? Who wants to stay in a world like this where where gas prices are are almost five dollars and and there's murder every single day so much it, it's not even hidden under the cover of darkness anymore there are people walking around shooting up places in broad daylight because the fear of god has left people but has your fear of god left you traveling pulpit family that is the invitation that is the word it is better to know him before you meet him. Traveling Pulpit family, 
Thank you so much. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope that this week coming is a week that God will show you just truly who he is and what the purpose for you in him will be. So for the traveling pulpit, I am Vernon Sheridan. I thank you. I love you. I do not say that lightly. I love you. I do not waste words. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at TPM0113 Traveling Pulpit on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, let's start that conversation. Let's begin that relationship. Let's know about Jesus together. And no question is ever too not important for me not to answer. So have a great day. I love you. Peace be with you. Go in peace. May the Lord and his presence go before you in all things that you may know who the Lord of your life is and not who the God of this world is that wants to destroy you. God bless traveling pulpit family. If the Lord is willing, we'll do this on next week. Bye for now.